And just like that, we are live. The bandwidths are with us. Pretty smooth transition this morning. Good morning, everyone. Today is Friday. It's Friday the 13th, but guess what? It is Fantabulous Friday with two sisters. And good morning, everyone. <laughs> My name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva. And I'm feeling fantabulous on this Friday, Ooh, the 13th. And yes, Carol Sue, aka Naughty Boss, is feeling. I'm not one to to get all psyched out of the uh, whole Friday the 13th thing. I know a lot of people are, but I look at it as good vibes, good energy, and you know there are certain days where um, I think you, when you let that psyche kind of go a little haywire because of a date, uh, you actually are almost attracting it by thinking that way. So I choose to think of that it's Fantabulous Friday. I don't care what the date says. 13 is actually a very lucky number for a lot of people. And I like to think 13 is a lucky number. So what do you got cooking on this Friday? Well, as many as, as you know, um, I love kickboxing. Duh, that goes without saying, right? Um, at class at 0500, <laughs> um, it was absolutely amazing. Always gets my day started off fantastic. What better way on a Friday, especially when we kind of have like doom and gloom here. Um, very chilly, very rainy. Um, but I am working on several projects and one big project that I am working on, I got my stuff at Staples so I can map things out because I'm very, very visual and it's been difficult trying to get it done on the computer. Um, so I learn more by visual hands-on and I have it like all set here. Now I just have to lay it out and because I like things, I call it nice, nice. I like nice and orderly because when I feel nice and orderly, this mama has, is happy. And when I'm happy, everybody's happy. Well, I think that goes without saying. I think that, you know, it's smooth transitions because really you are, uh, you know, I, I always say the queen bee of, of your household, just like all other mamas or whoever, women are kind of the queen bee. And men too can be the queen bee of their their domain, their, their castle or their uh, whatever they want to call it. I think it's kind of a castle for either or. However... Uh, you know, we kind of take that on ourselves. You know, we just, uh, I think as, as women, generally speaking, and some men too are more naturally nurturers and organizational type people that feel better when they have a consistent plan, like you said, laid out, whether that is your planner, whether that's your calendar, you feel good to kind of check things off at, as you're going. Or sometimes you get so engrossed in one project, you say, hmm, I thought he had something else to do. What was it? And then you're like, what was it? And you spend your, your, you know, 15, 20 minutes or whatever. I'm like, I can't remember what it was. And then it comes on later on the day. And you're like, shoot, I was like right there. Or I was out running that ear and I was right next door to that store I was supposed to go to. And that was the reason why I went out in the first place. So I love using a planner. I agree with you. Organization, it's written down. I'm a pen and paper person, always have been. I do like the technology where you can keep a lot of those things on your phone. However, uh, I like to not get too engrossed with putting things on the phone in that manner because I need time. I think we all need time for our brains to not be on 
social media, on a computer, on a cell phone. So I think it's good to go back to the old fashioned pen and paper because it does the brain waves good, makes them stronger. So you're not relying on a Google source. And, you know, they always say that even with children, especially with children, uh, it's not good to be on electronics that long. So I really, I'm getting away from that convenience of the cell phone to organize my stuff and going back to pen and paper. Well, I'm doing a lot of the same because, you know, and we've always chatted about pen and paper. It cements it, it cements it in your mind when you're writing it down. So obviously I have my planner, I have, you know, Calendly uh, for the computer, you know, the health coaching and all that kind of stuff, the publishing stuff. And what I do with my planner is um, I also have these big stickies um, that map out a week and I also write it on there. So that is cemented on my desk. And like today I'll do the one for next week and I color code. Yeah, color coding is, is, is essential when you get into the habit of it because not only can you color code, but it's a great way to say, you know, Mondays are going to be pink days or uh, anything that has to do with food is pink or orange or green. Uh, anything that has to do with meetings is blue. Um, so you're color coding it so you can simply just go through uh, your calendar and or your planner and say, oh, this is what's coming up. What exactly is it? Oh, it's blue. It's a meeting. I got a meeting coming up, whatever it may be. So there are really great tools out there. Um, of course, I use, let me see, get it out here. I mean, I've got tons of different highlighters. I do that. I color code a lot of things. Um, and even on the computer, you, can, you know, obviously it's a click of a button. But I like to, like I said, even on the computer, I like to get away from doing it from there. Because as you say, when you uh, the thought process from thinking about it to your brain, to your hand, to write it down um, is like the power of three. I always say everything, everything is very much in the root of three is a powerful number. And I think that's why the 13th is a powerful day because it's got a three in it. Yes, absolutely. And there's one obviously before it. So it's like, I'm number one, three. There you go. That's awesome. There you so go. A lot going on today. I had a good day yesterday. After we did our podcast, I got, oh gosh, I got so many things done in the house. And then I was off to Pickleball for our Pickleball, pickleball Round Robin. And so I played about two or three games before the Round Robin started. And then I ended up in the Round Robin, I believe it was a total of five games. I lost one, I tied one and won three. So, and they, in the Round Robin, it really is more of a, you know, good sportsmanship, fun it's not really who's who's the winner. And we were kind of like joking about that. I'm like, hey, this is my first true round robin for the whole thing. So uh, yeah, I am keeping track of my wins and losses. Uh, I really worked a lot on my, my backhand. So that was awesome. And my forehand. So I'm getting better at that. I'm also learning. To, it's so funny. Is the more you play a game, just like the more you do anything, like whether it's an exercise. And I see a strange man, bald man in the background. It's Gary. Good morning, Gary. Just had to say that. For those of you, for those of you that are listening, my phone That's okay, Gary. Uh, for those of you that are listening, our, our my brother-in-law is in the background and. He has the shaved hair. So all of a sudden, you know, his head is down. You just see this like bald moving in the middle of the air. And it's his, it's his head. Thanks. Thanks a lot. 
Uh, uh, you're not thinking I am. Just one moment. Okay, you go right ahead and mute yourself. But anyway, so, you know, what I was talking about with pickleball, the cool thing about it is the more you play, the more little things that you learn about, whether it's the server, where they're going to serve, their serving style. And just like any kind of exercise that you're learning for the first time, or even doing a project or putting together uh, a model, uh, you know, a piece of equipment, a piece of furniture, the more you get informed and observe, it's actually going to help you be more successful. So I was watching uh, a couple different servers and some of the servers always serve in the same spot. Now, depending on where you are in the box is really gonna depict, you know, are you gonna use your backhand? Are you gonna do your forehand? So I really started paying attention more to the other server to kind of see in their style, which really helped me uh, as a player learn more, but also play better. I was more in a, a prepared stance where I knew, okay, she's always gonna serve to the left. I've watched her a few times. I'm getting ready to move to the left. Because you're always, you know, it's kind of like that tennis motion. Same thing with pickleball. You're on your, your tippy toes. You're, you're ready to move. You're ready to, you know, attack the ball. And uh, so it was, it, was, it was so good because we played, gosh, we played, I think, about three hours. And wow. within that three-hour time, not only was it great exercise, burning calories, getting my sweat on, I was learning as I was going. So it was a lot, a lot of fun. And uh, today, another another busy day. Obviously, what's going on here? I got to tie up some loose ends, and then I'm heading to Daytona Beach. Uh, I have been uh, invited and asked to work at a inaugural uh, cheerleading event. It's called the Winners Choice Championships. Uh, Robin Coe, who's actually I did not realize she's originally from Connecticut, which I knew. Uh, she used to own a Spirit Fest Nationals and a cheer gym in Connecticut. But she's originally from West Haven, so I thought that I, I never knew that. And so anyway, she moved to Ormond Beach a few years ago, and she's been working on this concept way before even the virus hit. She wanted to do uh, a, a virtual championship, you know, for three to four uh, bid events leading up to a nationals. But what she said was a lot of gyms, and this is so tr true in the chair and dance industry, that a lot of times you go to a local tournament and you're always either competing against the same programs or sometimes in your division, you're the only team. And a lot of teams like, oh, you know, we already, we already got the first place trophy. We're not competing against somebody. And it's so frustrating for the kids, especially because they want to compete. They want to compete against other people. So her concept, which is patent pending, I'm excited that she, she's doing that. It's a virtual event. So literally you're going to, and especially in these times with dealing with the virus, they are actually going to perform live in their gym. Um, it's going to be satellite in, and we, uh, she has a judging panel. Uh, I'm going to be working the event with her all weekend. So I'm super excited to get to meet her, her staff and the judges and whatnot. And it's a live event. So you are actually competing, but you're competing with programs all over the United States. And I believe at some point she'll probably have a, like an international division if she doesn't already. I haven't seen the lineup yet. So I think it's awesome. So now you know that you're not just going to compete and oops, no one's in my division. Now you know that because there's so many programs from all over the United States. So this is her actual inaugural event. Um, she is from, she's actually currently living now, living in Ormond Beach, but the event is taking place at the Hard Rock uh, Hotel in Daytona. So I'll be heading out to Daytona this weekend 
and excited to, uh, you know, for anyone that knows me, knows my passion about cheer, dance and cheerleading. So I'm super excited to be part of her very first live event, which is going to be virtual. So, you know, look for, uh, I'm going to try to get in some, some live videos showing you what's going on behind the scenes of doing a virtual event. And uh, I'm super excited about it. Wow, that sounds exciting. Um, you know, and, and what a way to embark on a plan like that. That's a massive undertaking. So kudos to her and I wish her all the best and everybody that's competing. And how great for these individual gyms around the United States, I mean. Right, and they, and they you know, it's awesome. they, they, they really, like everyone else, had to take a huge pivot last, last year, well, actually this year. Um, especially when the virus hit, that was when went around the, the world's competition, which is, you know, always in Disney World, which is international. I mean, there's many countries that come and you work really hard to earn that bid uh, and you feel bad for any any athlete and or student that are at that pivotal moment of their career or uh, scholastics, you know, your senior year all that. I mean, we had a niece that went through that. All that goes with the accolades of being that senior totally taken away and how it overflows into the sports industry, you know, where these athletes work so hard to achieve and, and get to that pivotal point in their career. And, you know, because of, of uh, the virus earlier in the year, you know, it was cut short. So I think the fact that she started this concept in 2018 you know, and here it is two years later, it's her dreams and reality, you know, it's, it's coming to fruition. It's amazing. And the fact that the concept is so conducive right now for, you know, where we are, and it's going to keep carrying out because it does make it, a po make it possible for those gyms to not always compete against the same programs, to, to see gyms across the United States, but also know you got competition too, because ultimately, Let's face it, when you're in a competitive sport, you want to compete against somebody, right? Well, absolutely. You know, I can remember all those many years ago, you know, when Fran was skating and, you know, going to the rink at all different odd hours. And, you know, just imagine, for instance, what that sport <laughs> figure skating is today versus, you know, way back when, when he was competing. Um, and our sister who took over our mom's business, Silver Blade Tours, and how different businesses have been impacted. So it's so good to hear a story like that. Like, I'm very excited, and I, and I can't wait to see the lives. Before I forget, I do want, and I tell this uh, gentleman, I would give a shout out to him. Um, and I mentioned his name yesterday. His name is Dre. He was our 5 a.m. kickboxing instructor, instructor. So hi, Dre. Uh, holy frogginess. Hey, you should nickname him Dre the Slay. That's right. Absolutely. That's awesome. Awesome. So what do you have? What does everybody out there have going on today? How are you going to impact the world? How are you going to make your Friday fantabulous? And <laughs> I might even go out for a martini at some point. Obviously later on in the day, but. Well, it is, it's always noon somewhere. Just That's saying. <laughs> Just saying. Speaking, I've been up enough hours, but it's still the morning, and I would, I would, 
I would never do anything like that. That's just number one, not my nature. And I just wouldn't do that. But no, so, no, the, the, the most I would do is obviously for, uh, for, you know, a cheer, a mimosa, a mimosa or, or, you know, my mimosa with the little mm, of OJ, I call it. Uh, just for a little bit of color or whatnot. Um, that's, yeah, that's about as hard as I could do, especially now. I mean, and it's funny. I was talking to somebody about that the other day. They said, oh my God, do you still drink your margaritas? I said, no, I don't really drink my, I mean, you know, I have to be really in the mood. Oh, do you, you know, you, you know, you love your wine. I said, well, I cut back on the wine because of, you know, the sugar intake, but I, I you know, and I, I'm a wine snob. I really, I'm going to drink a wine. I want it to be a really good wine. Um, and I love red wine. But red wine, the tannins and the grapes, um, it's almost like an anesthetic. And it really depends, I think, on, on how well it's aged or whatnot. Because I noticed that if it's a uh, cheaper wine, um, it's like an anesthetic and, my, and my, my face gets numb. And it sounds like, oh my God, like I'm already polluted. And I'm not, I've had like a few sips. I'm like, it just, it numbs my face. So I, I, I try to stay I very rarely. I mean, once a, if I'm home cooking a nice meal, you know, entertaining, whatever, I'll have some wine. Uh, I still like my, 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 my filthy martinis. And, but I can only really do about one of those now. And I think what happens, and this is what we're talking with a couple friends recently, is as you age, uh, you do not break. And I don't know, this is also a health and wellness tip. You, you, you don't break alcohol down the way you used to when you were younger. So... While, uh, you know, I do enjoy a, a, a cocktail every now and then I find that, you know, I'm good with uh, a flavored club soda and a lime or a lemon and I'm good to go. Maybe a splash of, of uh, Tito's or whatever, but I'm not, um, you know, I, I, I just I've stepped away from that because my body just doesn't doesn't break it down the same way anymore. You know, exactly. sips, a couple of sips of something and you already to your head. Yeah, I'm what you, I'm considered to be a one drink wonder. That's like, that's it. If I have to, forget about it. Yeah, I got to make sure that I'm hydrating until, I mean, I try, I try to do that now as well as in between sips to make sure that I'm drinking a lot of water just to kind of flush it out because, you know, these are things that as you age, you have to respect your body where it's at. And while some can still push the envelope because that's the lifestyle they live, I just, I can't, um, you know, generally speaking, I can have a couple. It's not like I can't have a couple. I can, but I have to make sure that I'm, I'm definitely hydrating to, to kind of liquid and flush it out of my system. So it's not so much building up in your blood system. And these are things that you, you know, the same thing with even eating our digestion tract changes as we eat, you know, we can't things that we used to love and really just enjoy. I love cheesecake, but I, I can only really have a couple bites of it. Now I cannot eat a whole cheesecake anymore. There's just certain things like even chocolate. I got to be careful about chocolate. It's just, it's, it's our body's changing. So if we keep fighting our body instead of working with our body, we're going to find that we're going to have digestion issues, headache, uh, your joints, your muscles. You're going to have this achiness, this inflammation. So we really got to kind of respect where we are at all times. Don't you think? Oh, absolutely. And speaking of numb, I just want to say that my butt is a tad numb only because I was trying to balance myself when doing Russian twists. So when you said numb, I was like, oh, yeah, it's still a little numb. I just had to throw that in there. Not that that has anything to do with anything, but why? But your, body, your body doesn't react the same way that it did 10 years ago when you're doing certain exercises. And I think right. we have, another thing we have to be mindful of. 
Right, and as far as the food goes, now I notice, and it's really important to, and that's why it's so important to keep a journal. <clears throat> I love hot cereal this time of year, and I maybe have it twice, maybe three times a week, and I had a, I only have it typically because typically I whoa, typically I fast until about one o'clock, but there. Usually two or three times a week, I'm like, oh my God, I got to eat something. So I have my nice warm, oh, makes me feel so good inside, hot cereal, obviously gluten-free. Now there's this gluten-free oatmeal that I love. It has little <laughs> chops of apple in it, some flax seeds, some chia seeds. Uh, this week, and I haven't bought it since the last season because I'm somewhat of a seasonal eater right and we'll talk about seasonal eating next week but i bought it last week so i had it you know had some this week oh oh boy let's just say that it wasn't pretty so guess i can't have that the uh, that particular oatmeal that has the flax seed and the chia seeds in so what bothered you the seeds probably the seeds wow that's interesting i never uh i'm not a, i I'm only, I shouldn't say this. I, obviously, I fast too. I'm an intermittent faster. So I don't break fast till about two o'clock, three o'clock, sometimes four o'clock. Yesterday, I actually didn't break fast till probably about 3.45. And we actually went out to dinner last night at five. Uh, so, you know, it, it worked well with, with, with my uh, eating window. But uh, I do notice that if I'm on vacation, I'll enjoy a breakfast here and there. Uh, but for the most part, uh, sometimes I'll eat breakfast for dinner because I don't eat breakfast in the morning. And a lot of times my lunch is late in the day if I, if I do decide to eat a lunch. So there's certain things like you're talking about, like cream of wheat or oatmeal. I, mean, I, I cannot eat oatmeal. That draws me right back to being a little girl and being forced to eat lumpy oatmeal um, at, the, at the table while the rest of you ate your oatmeal. Actually, I'm not, you were a baby at the time. And I'd have to sit there and I remember... Uh, Victor passing me napkins, just spit it out in a napkin. And, I, and my mother and mommy, you're not leaving that table to eat that oatmeal. And I haven't gotten past that. Now, now I'll eat the, um, like the Thrive Bites with the oatmeal and the honey and the peanut butter, like a, uh, a protein ball. I'll eat oatmeal that way. Once in a blue moon, I'll have an oatmeal cookie, but I cannot. Cream of wheat, yes. Oatmeal, no. I, it just brings me right back to sitting at the table for hours and I was that's gross. That's happened to me a few times along with some dumbass unscrewing the salt and pepper shakers and you know who you are out there. Yeah our brothers did that. I don't know why they tortured us that way. They always did it and never failed. We fell for it every time. That's that's what kind of gets me is that we just. And it's funny because Victor always brings that up. <laughs> you want some salt? Mm. I don't think so. Not from you. Yeah. Well, Thanksgiving this year is going to be awesome. Uh, it'll be great to uh, spend mo mo most of us together. So that'll, that'll be fun. And I, I will make sure that uh, I think I'm actually going to take all the salt and pepper sugars away. And I'm going to get the, the disposable ones that he can't unscrew. Because our brother would still do that. I, I, yeah. I, have, I have no doubt that he would do that. Yeah. Uh, because And he was trying to, and he didn't do it, but he was trying to be funny. Like, who was probably like, here, Janice, you need some salt? And I'm like, no. No, no. I'm not calling for that one. How many of you 
have, you know, older brothers and, you know, siblings or whatever that used to play pranks on you as a child. Uh, it's, it's funny to hear about the funny things that generations today do now as, as their pranks versus what we did for pranks. And uh, one in particular, I do remember, which I think back now, and it, you know, obviously so silly, so foolish. Um, but sometimes, you know, when I think about what's going on in today's world, silly and foolish is not, uh, not a bad thing. And that would be prank dialing people. Now, because back then, they, obviously we didn't have, um, everything was analog. We didn't have caller ID. You didn't know who was calling you. There was nothing to see. You had the dial phone, right? Or you were cool, sometimes cool with the, the, the push button phone. But for the most part, it was, it was a dial rotary phone. And we would randomly call people and we wouldn't even know who we were calling. Like we didn't, it wasn't a number that we even knew. We just kind of randomly would, would dial the phone. And, um, you know, we would pretend like we were from, from some, you know, appliance. General Electric. General Electric, exactly. It was GE. Uh, was is still big now, but it was big back then. And you know, this is a GE, and we're just checking to see if your refrigerator is running. And 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 people would just, yeah. And then, well, or I would get, let me go check. Look, come back. Yeah, it's it's running. Well, you better go catch it. And then we hang up, and we would laugh for hours, and go to the next person and dial. And again, such a silly, stupid, funny, but. Uh, I'm thinking about what goes on today with kids. I'm thinking silly and goofy uh, is not so bad. And uh, so I would love to hear our audience, our listeners, let us know what pranks were played upon you with, you know, either by your siblings or that maybe that you did yourself, you know, with a, a bunch of friends calling people up or, you know, uh, the, the other thing was ringing the doorbell and running, just running up to someone's home, ringing the doorbell and running. Sometimes we actually would jump in the bush because the person was pretty quick and we would laugh and then we would run and, you know, the, the, the adult would come out, shake you kids, you crazy kids. Back then, that was crazy compared to what's going on today. So it's funny how, you know, century, centuries, you know, just you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, whatever it was, the different decades, not centuries, decades where things have drastically change i hope it's not decades hey if it was decades we could be one of the voters that voted <laughs> i just had to throw that out there oh boy all right on that note <laughs> we're gonna wrap it up here today it's a fantastic Sorry. friday um what are you all doing we hope you have an amazing weekend and remember to be gentle and kind to yourself treat yourself to something special and on that note, my name is Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva, along with two sisters. And this is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Naughty Boss, live from Vera Beach, but soon I'll be live from Daytona Beach. I hope to go live there. Look on my Facebook page to see, see some updates of what is going on in the chair and dance world. I'm super excited about that. Embrace Friday. Make it fabulous. Make your own fabulous Friday by doing something, as Jan said, with kindness. Pay it forward, but do it with spirit. Do it with passion. And do it with both feet jumping in because I bet you, I bet you, you're going to thank yourself later. Your future self is going to thank you. So you have a great weekend, guys, and we'll chat on Monday. Bye, everyone. <laughs>